0: Insights, solutions, and networking all come together at RSA Conference. Join a global cybersecurity community at rsaconference.com forward slash ITSP MAG24. Either we are there or not, ITSP Magazine still gets the best stories. CrowdSec, the collaborative and open source cybersecurity solution. Analyze behaviors, respond to attacks, and share signals across the community for free. Let's make the internet safer together. Learn more at CrowdSec.net. EdgeScan offers continuous vulnerability intelligence as a service, accurately identifying vulnerabilities and exposures across the full stack. All threats are verified by cybersecurity experts, providing exploitable risk and remediation guidance, virtually false positive free. Learn more at edgescan.com. Pentera, the leader in automation security validation, allows organizations to continuously test the integrity of all cybersecurity layers by emulating real world attacks at scale to pinpoint the exploitable vulnerabilities and prioritize remediation towards business impact. Learn more at www.pentera.io
1: And here we are again. I yes. hope people are not bored with us yet.
2: <laughs> I'm bored <laughs> with you.
1: Oh God! Ten <laughs> times today I received already. Uh, I but, like, but you, you know what? I'm not yourself. bored. I I'm still not I was bored. What's
2: that? I was able to shake you off yesterday, but uh, today you're, you're okay. hanging on full, full strength.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> you're telling me that I had to remove a tooth, and it was your fault? Because I'm gonna hunt. I'm gonna hunt you down for that. Sure,
3: <laughs> sure. I'm still, come on, stop the domestic. Come, on, please.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, so here's one thing I'm not I'm not bored and I'm very excited about actually to have Ian Ian Tabor with us. Uh, AKA all the internet. way from the UK, internet. What's going on then? Yep.
3: Um, I'm here to help out with a car hacking village at DEF CON this year. Um, it has been very, very busy. We have got lots of challenges and things. Um, we've got a couple of cars present. Um there's a Honda Civic which has recently had a vulnerability disclosed about its um, remote entry system in that it's a static key and all you need to do is record it once and then you can use it forever. So if you have a very, very cheap bit of software-defined radio, as quite a lot of hackers do, um, you can just listen for next door to unlock their car, borrow the the code, and then later on you can then also unlock their car or other things
2: um other code
3: so, yeah just yeah don't talk to me about cars my car got stolen It's just oh, no, no. not good um oh, no. we've also we've also not got the, a, not, a car, uh, not the kit car definitely not the okay. kit car but, uh, actually i've not actually seen it in about three months so it might have gone missing but i don't think it has <laughs> um, okay. oh, we've lost him um but we've also got a oh, tesla model s i believe for um some hacking and there's some challenges on that um we've got our usual um list of challenges from sort of grim's 3po um we've got to find out the vin number and things there's some bluetooth hacking um which has been sort of discovered recently you can do some challenges there um we've got the um uh, trailer brake controller, where um, if you can hack the trailer brake controller, it fires off Nerf guns in every direction, um, makes a lot of noise, and makes a lot of mess. So, yeah, I don't think too many people have actually done that one yet, but um, it's very interesting. Um, one thing that is new for this year is um, uh, our friend Carfucker um, has developed um, the Cloud Car system where you've got a car that's virtual in on the internet and you have to do um, challenges and things and keep it driving and hack it while it's moving and things. So um, that's very interesting. I haven't had a play with it yet myself because I've been busy just helping out generally. Um, so yeah, um, the CTF is going very, very well. It's been very busy. Um, the badge this year is a little canvas device that's based on a Raspberry Pi Pico. Um, and they're selling like hotcakes. I don't think there is actually that many left Um, so if you do want one get down there very quickly or first thing tomorrow morning Um, hopefully they haven't sold out um, Because you speaking
2: have- of badges. Let's let's see yours. You are uh, I, uh, I got, got to see
3: yesterday. I
2: got to see yesterday with chloe had one on yesterday. Um, oh uh-huh. There it is. There we there go is. Look at that Very cool. But, it's, it's bigger than the one I had from a couple of years ago.
3: Now, yeah, the one you had from a couple of years ago is just the top half, but, uh, uh, right. or the bottom half, and oh, I've yeah. basically put it together. But if you wait about 30, uh, 30 20 seconds, his eyes will start lighting up um, like that. Uh, yeah. oh, it looks a bit nice. evil, but um, <laughs> it cycles through the colors, and it looks a bit, it looks a bit weird, but yes, he's, uh, he's um, being very cheeky. So, so when, you, when you say
2: when you say he, uh, I always have a hard time figuring out how to pronounce Um
3: his name. I call him Biggie because it's just easier. Bigger Renew. you. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's <laughs> it's sort of like a re- 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 rework of Tigger in you, which I think is Hungarian for tiger. Um, my wife's Hungarian, um, so yeah. <laughs> so and, and he bigger.
1: has an, a Twitter account, right?
3: He does have his own Twitter account um, at Big Renew, uh, B I G G R I N N Y O, uh, or find me and I also follow him uh, at Mintinet. So yes, he's he's always tweeting very cheeky pictures and things. And he's been getting lots of um, lots of love and things today because it's his birthday. Ah, um, uh-huh. I, I actually that. got him here in Vegas in 2019 from the. Uh, Tiger place over in the Mirage, so he sort of became the mascot for the car hacking village in the UK, and so he just appears every now and then and does a bit of baking, does a bit of cooking, steals my food, um, <laughs> just a cheeky little thing. Um, he,
2: I, think, I was going to ask how he actually got into the to the village because I think he actually he, he took your badge, didn't
3: he? Uh, he did, yes. Um, He stole my badge earlier, um, but yes, I think he's kept me sane during lockdown. Um, because <laughs> someone there keep, keep keep me out of trouble.
1: Talking okay. about lockdown, I mean, we let, let's that's how we we went back in time. Um, let's go back in time for when we met you. It was back in the UK, yeah. And it was at Infosecurity Europe. We had a great conversation at the time, and then uh, then we stay in touch. So. I'm curious to know because of the pandemic, of course, you know, we're in touch via social yep. media, one like here and there, one retweet. But uh what's new with uh, w- with you? I mean, have you have you had some new uh development in your career in uh, in the things um, that you do?
3: Yes. Um about three weeks ago I actually started working for a new company in the UK called EDAG. They're a sort of automotive consultancy company that do um, electrical engineering, cybersecurity and those sort of things in the UK, but they've got a bigger parent company in Europe, in Germany. So they they design autonomous vehicles and that sort of things. It it took a while to actually get into the the business. Um, I've been for lots of interviews with other companies and things, but they sort of never came to fruition because, oh, you don't have any automotive experience. It's like, well... I run the car hacking village. I bought a car in a box. <laughs> I, bought, I bought a car in a case that's the equivalent of a, a product that's um, 20 times more expensive. So um, how have I not got what, automated? What's experience? What's the real reason then? I, yeah, I don't are they know. afraid
2: of quote-unquote hackers or afraid of what you no, might I uncover? Or?
3: I don't think they're afraid of hackers. I think it's just one of those closed sort of communities that there is. Um, like most industries that, they don't like outsiders, I think, more than anything. Um, this company's um, given me a chance and things are going well, working on some of the legislation stuff that's coming out in Europe for cybersecurity, um, very interesting stuff. Um, the manufacturers have got, lo- got to do loads of work to actually make sure their cars are secure for the lifetime of the vehicle, but no one knows what the lifetime of a vehicle is. And the legislation says until there is no more of that product, of a product available on the road. So do you think the OEM is going to keep their systems going to update software for 100 years? Because there's still cars on the road now from 100 years ago. Mm, I don't know about that one. But um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to find out what happens.
2: Well, at some point they, they stop uh, Well, in, in Ireland. They call it NCT. I don't know what... If it's the same in, in England, but and here in the US, I guess there there is no get it off the road. It's just you don't have to smog check
3: it anymore and that kind of thing. But uh, I don't I don't know. The legislation says they've got to support it for the life of the vehicle.
2: Yeah.
3: But there is nothing in there that says the life of vehicle. Is is that like the duration of time it's built, the duration of time plus X number of years, or is that literally for however long there is one of those vehicles on the road? Because classic car collectors have got vehicles from 1900s 120 years old okay they don't have any technology in them but there's still going to be people in 50 years time that are going to be driving around in the last of the petrol cars that are being built today because they may not like electric cars or they've had had it squirreled away as a sort of future classic thing so do we think um this will happen, I don't know. Um, I think there may be some consolidation in the automotive space in the future um, because most of the vehicles that are being made nowadays, they're all a similar sort of thing. Um, this same same old box of wheels on the corners um, using the same old technology inside. Um, but yes, it's very interesting times. But
1: I want to the- go back for a second to... To you searching for for the job and like not being, and I'm doing air quote qualified, and yep. it's so hard for me to think that even if an old, traditional maybe uh, industry like the car, I mean they, the car industry, they right now we don't buy car anymore, we buy computers on wheel, right? Or you, you as somebody said really telephone, well. telephone. <laughs> telephone on you, wheels. I hear that smartphone.
3: That- vehicles nowadays will be telephone and wheels and they probably want it to be a throwaway thing. That's only supported for X number of years, but computers of yesteryear weren't built for security. They were built for safety. So Mm. they are built to make sure that they don't crash. They don't kill someone. Um, Mm. not, they don't have to be secure because that doesn't actually keep the person safe. Well, technically it does because if someone hacks it and turns the brakes off, um, the manufacturer could be potentially liable for whatever happens in that situation, which could be um, tragedy, death, or or massive circumstances. Um, What what would happen if um, someone hacked all the police cars and turned them all off? Or what would happen if someone hacked all the ambulances and shut down all the ambulances? Um, You wouldn't have any ambulances, but you'd also have quite a lot of um, probably traffic jams of, ambulances stuck out on the road not doing a lot and then the mm-hmm. service knock-ons for those sort of services could be very very dangerous and dodgy to other people um, but yeah strange
1: it is strange because I mean we we come from a you know a little older generation I mean I, I, I never been a car guy but I was a, a scooter guy growing up in Italy right I mean yeah Putting my hand on the Vespas and, and the other little scooters, and it was fun. I mean, you—you, you, I think you build your own car, right? Um,
3: I, I have done yes. Um it's yeah, not have as advanced as Cars today, but right, it's like so, car hacking. What do you define as car hacking? Once upon a right. time, car hacking would be changing changing the carburetor to a slightly bigger carburetor to give it a bit more power. Right. Whereas uh-huh. today it's an electronic thing where someone goes in and changes a couple of things in a computer system and makes it do something slightly different that it may or may not have been designed to do. But you can now do you do, do the
2: both. Car hacking Village badge, yeah, <laughs> uh, yes you can.
3: <laughs> the, the car hacking village badge has some very interesting attacks it can do on your yeah. vehicle. Um, be very careful if you are going to attack your own vehicle because you can brick your vehicle like I have done previously, but that's a different discussion.
1: <laughs> don't don't um, try this at home, right?
3: No, you, only, you just gotta be aware of the risk. Um, there is a possibility <laughs> that your car may not work again. Um <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I've told you the story of my Jaguar that I had. Uh, plugged in a thing and turned it on, it lit up like yeah, I remember party. that. And then said, that. cannot find gearbox. It's
1: like, yeah, great.
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got it back eventually, man. but did take three and a half weeks to learn how to change gear again. But wow. um, if you find a car hacker that hasn't bricked their own car, they're either not trying hard enough or they're lying. So <laughs> I love yes. that.
1: Take, take <laughs> nice. responsibility. Test on your own, right? Um, <laughs> then,
3: then go maybe, to the other one. Maybe not, not, maybe not maybe. do it. When you're, maybe not do it when it's moving because that's there's a risk to other people but if you are doing it there is possible risk that you may not actually have a working vehicle at the end of it and if you can't get johnny to school in the morning you'll be the one doing the walk of shame in the rain
2: (laughs) (laughs) yes and uh is there not just a master reset button somewhere
3: Um, The way I did the master reset of my car was basically to disconnect the battery for an extended period of time. Mm. So that sort of reset everything, but then it reset the fact that it remembered how to change gear. So that's why I had to (laughs) learn how to change gear again. I did actually speak to the manufacturer of the gearbox when I met one of the chaps from their company at a conference, and sort of they went, what the hell did you do? Because it shouldn't do that. It shouldn't lose all its (laughs) settings, but... I managed to do it somehow. It's like, whoops. So yes, very strange. Well, very cool. Very
1: cool. Um, what's, uh, what's ahead in the, the car hacking village, anything, uh, interesting that you want to highlight? I know you talked about the, the Honda being there, but, uh, anything else that people should come and check out
3: the next Um, couple of days? Just just come, come, if you, if you're interested in car hacking, come down, have a have a word with people they will show you how to get started um if you want to get started on your own i would suggest you go to a breakers or go on ebay and buy something like an instrument cluster um wire it up to 12 volts and get yourself a little can adapter um and then start squirting messages in and see what happens because if you get the right message you might make the rev counter go up you might make the speedo go up there's no risk to actually breaking anything. And if you do break it, it might be like $30 worth of hardware as opposed to if you play around with your own car and you manage to jump it up 20,000 miles and your car's on finance and you're only allowed to do 10,000 miles <laughs> a year, they're going to charge you for the 10,000 miles difference. Um, so That's
1: going to cost you.
3: It, oh. it's, if, it, if you're going to do that though, jump it up a million miles because then you can say, well, if you can prove that I could drive that car that distance in the time between the last service and now I'll pay for it. But if it's jumped up a million miles, That's on you. you'd have had to be doing like 150 mile an hour for like three and a half weeks or something stupid just to actually get that number of, number of miles through. So if, you, if you're going to do it, go big or go home, but at least have the ball <laughs> to then try and stand up behind it and say, look, I didn't touch it. It's just like, yep, something happened. I turned the key on and it's mysteriously higher than it was previously. Make sure you disconnect the tables, though, before you ring them up and say, yeah, this way wrong.
1: But, I'm pretty um, yeah. sure in the in, in the small print, it says, don't hack the fucking car.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it puts it quite as politely as that, or impolitely <laughs> as that. But I think it's implied just that...
1: Get, um, I just get to the yeah, point, you, you know.
3: You shouldn't really do it, but... Um, if it's your car you can do what you like potentially
1: Um, but the thing
3: is nowadays most people never buy a car outright it's on finance so if you hack that car and you break it who's liable the finance company or you Yeah. because if you break it the finance company are going to come after you um so um yes
2: can you turn the odometer to hex
3: um, Probably.
2: A <laughs> <laughs> Ro- Roman numeral. <laughs>
3: What's the only number you can't represent in Roman numerals?
2: I don't know. It's a
3: bit of trivial. Zero. You can't do zero in Roman numerals. You start at one, I guess. Yep. Or do you,
2: you represent it as one minus one? I don't know. It's got to be. A
3: <laughs> I don't think there is. <laughs>
1: You know, it's I, ne- I never ask myself that, and I can I can I can see, I can read the the Roman numbers, but you're, I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, even if you want to do a number with a that is a I don't know five hundred, and you have like the D or the L, and that's uh, yep.
3: you know, that's uh, that's,
1: that's including the zero,
3: which means the zero with it. You're, so.
1: you're totally right. I just learned something that is not about cars. I love it. <laughs> Thank you, Ian. I appreciate that. And I really appreciate uh, your time to catch up with us. And yeah. unfortunately, we couldn't, we couldn't be there to meet you in person. And I hopefully hope to meet you in, in, in the UK again, because that means I, yep. I'm actually that'll going cool. there. So that, that'll be very cool. Hey. I, mean, I miss London and I miss to visit the UK, actually. Are you,
3: so, uh, are you planning to come over to Infosec later in the I, year? I,
1: I would love to, yeah, yep. yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I did my trip uh, post pandemic to go visit my family in Italy not too long ago. Yeah. I didn't make it on in the UK. I went to uh, Zurich and Switzerland for a few days. It was really nice to finally be uh, traveling again. And so, I I really I really love uh, London and the whole UK. So I'm looking forward to that and to hang out with you and other friends. From yep, the Infosecurity Group in the the UK, which we do know many Sean and I want to take the yep. opportunity to say hi to to all. I'm not going to list them here because I will forget someone for <laughs> no,
2: sure. You're going to piss off somebody. You forget exactly. You no, will no, forget uh, someone. Uh, no. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's no, why we'll, I we'll say stick. everyone. We'll we'll stick with Minty and and Biggie and uh, thank yep. you both for for uh, joining us and doing what you do for the car hacking village um yep I you guys you guys volunteer for this stuff and it's your time granted it's fun but still your time uh giving back to the community and ultimately giving back to
3: society so uh, if it gets some more people, you and, if it gets some more people involved and help help to secure the world it's good um yep so it that's what it's done for, really Yep, exactly.
1: Absolutely, people need to appreciate that they're not there making money; they're there to to do good and uh, yep. make the community grow. So, big, uh, big applause to that one. Good yep. to see you, Ian. Take yep. care. See Say you, hi Luke. to everybody Keep on well. the
2: floor. Yep. Safe journey back, be. and uh, catch you soon. See you later, and everybody else. Uh, stay tuned. We have a few more uh, chats here live on ITS Magazine. Thanks, everyone. We
0: are.